Boo. You think I'm a good girl? Just wait and see. We're bad girls. This is what we do. I'm the girl that's gonna save your life. Eh, you shot pretty well. For a boy. Can't you handle a woman with a big gun? I put the fun in funeral. I like my men covered in blood. Hail to the queen, baby. I can, and I will. I can, and I will. I'll take a bite out of you. Beware the sirens. Welcome back to another startling episode of Sirens 4. As always, I'm your mistress of evil, Ella Ivella, along with... Ash Vicious. Did, did, you, did you forget your name there? I, I did. Weird. Uh, you haven't seen anything weird, like in the woods, somebody tall, long limbs... You mean a slender man? (laughs) (laughs) Why, yes, I do mean a slender man. (laughs) So welcome to our very first episode of Creepy Sirens. We are going to be going over a bunch of really well-known creepypastas, how they view women, if they view women, even, Mm -hmm. and uh, just kind of going to delve into the more sinister side of especially the internet. So for those of you that don't know... Creepypasta is a website you can go on, put fan submissions, stories, photos. It, it's kind of like the the high school auditorium of, <laughs> like, the internet. Because that's yep. where I heard all of my good horror stories were, like, you know, beginning of high school, like, when you do speech and debate lock-ins and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I just realized I added myself as a speech and debater. That's all right. So was I. Debater? I was a master debater. <laughs> yeah. I actually was. I won a bunch of trophies. My mother has them somewhere. <laughs> um, but we decided to start this whole thing off with, in my opinion, the most famous. Uh, created by the internet. He now has two movies. There's stuff from Hot Topic to Target featuring... The Slender Man. Slender Man. Sorry, I had to do a shameless plug for my uh, my band Gallows Humor. We actually do have a song about Slender Man called PSA. <laughs> it's I, 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 I saw them when you guys did the pirate show, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I was like, ah, I like this that song. <laughs> um, so Slender Man was created ten years ago. I actually, like, when I was writing this down, doing all my notes, I'm like, created in 2009. That was 10 years ago. Holy shit. Fuck. <laughs> Which is also kind of crazy to think, like, that was 10 years ago. Yeah. And Slender Man is so, in, in a, like, intergrained mm-hmm. now with, like, horror communities, the online stuff. You constantly see stuff. Oh, I mean, you and I, when we did, um, we did Spook Show. What? Yeah. A couple months ago, like a month ago, at some point in time, we went to Spook Show, right? <laughs> um, and while we were at Spook Show, you know, obviously Spook Show was uh, sponsored by the Halloween Club, yeah, um, which is a huge Halloween store, which is it's open all year round. Amazing. And one of the mannequins that they were selling was a Slenderman mannequin that like would move and like be like, Ooh, oh yeah, oh, like, it would just make you know, like it made like a creepy noise. Yeah. And its arms like moved, you no, know. That's the exact noise it made. Woo! Because it was a, it was a cheap Halloween decoration. 
But like they did have that giant dragon. That oh was my like god, I loved smoke. that giant dragon so much. It, it's like the cost of my apartment, but there was like that moment where I'm like, how late can I be on rent if in my very small apartment I put a giant dragon on the roof? <laughs> and also, how pissed would my landlord be? <laughs> those those were my thoughts. But yeah, like you know, he's. He's an iconic he's, thing. He's part of horror now, and that's what's kind of so cool about, like, as, like I said, we're going to be going through a lot of creepy pastas and stuff like that. Uh, just how quickly it took off. So, I had kind of heard about Slenderman. I, I, I will shock everybody, I say, ironically. Uh, I'm a huge creepypasta fan, huge No Sleep Reddit fan. Um, whew, oh, God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to... Eight years ago. Okay. Eight years ago when I was living in Arizona, we stumbled upon this thing called the Marble Hornets. And hmm. uh, it was actually created, they started it the day after Slenderman was first posted. And it was actually posted not on Creepy, it was on Something Awful. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy created it on a spooky image contest. But a uh, uh, film crew created this show called Marble Hornets. And it was... It, it, it went in a very interesting direction by the end of it. I, <laughs> I, think actually I, remember, I think I remember you showing me that one time when I visited you in Arizona. You're like, hey, check out this thing. It's kind of creepy and cool. Yeah, which is great because I lived, like, on five acres of darkness. Yeah. She literally, it was just dark, vast nothingness of terror. Of Arizona. And we, it was me and uh, the guy I lived with and one of our friends. And we stayed up probably till about four in the morning. Mm-hmm. just watching it. It was so addictive and so terrifying. And mm-hmm. that's what I think is so great about Slenderman is you know nothing. Yeah. And that's what I think is, is the terror in it. So wait, are you saying we know nothing, Jon Snow? <laughs> we know nothing. Sorry. I You know, with Game of Thrones being... It's not over. It will continue to live on in my imagination and my <laughs> imaginary endings. <laughs> Where hotness from... Oh, fuck. What was his name? The hot guy that was working for Danny. And they were in Essos. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Hot Pants. I was, like, in love with her. Pretty McWarrior Pants? Yeah. I'm just going with he came over, was like, nah, bitch. Let's go. And they left. So I'm going with... <laughs> That's my fan ending. Well, no. Um... I, I'm gonna go with tangent because that's what we do. <laughs> I mean, you, know, you weren't gonna get this this yeah. season starting off without the Game of Thrones tangent. <laughs> Not happening. Um, you know, Drogon does pick her up and takes her off. I saw a meme that was um, him taking her to one of the priestesses priestesses of oh, light. Yeah, the saying, one you meet in Essos. Fix my mom. <laughs> I saw that actually. Uh, Stefan is it was hate. It's really funny. He hates Danny, or he hates Danny. I'm a huge Danny fan. I wanted Danny to live. I super hate Sansa. Don't ask why. And he hates Grey Worm. Mm-hmm. So at the end, both of us were just like, God damn it! <laughs> the two characters like we were like gunning for. Uh, whoop, back to creepy pasta. <laughs> I'm sure we're gonna get on like so many Game of Thrones tangents. Yep. It's 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 ever Game of Thrones is is fucking. 
Slender Man. It came out, it shocked everybody, and it just seeped into our core. Yep. We can't be rid of it. It's like the whites. I mean, hell, Slender Man, not even, you know, like, not even in, like, YouTube series, like you mentioned, Marble Hornets. There's um, the the other movie that was a Slender Man. Um, there were there were two. two. There was Marble Hornets, and then there was uh, don't remember. I think it's actually just called Slender Man. Yes. Yeah. So they did a Marble Hornets one. No, it, um, it's a YouTube series called Always Watching. No, Always Watching is also Marble Hornets. Oh, okay. So. Okay, to slightly try to explain Marvel Hornets. Um, I literally ended watching this show because it got so convoluted. Like, you know the the meme you see from um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia where it's Mm -hmm. Charlie with, like, the giant grid? Mm -hmm. It got to that point. Mm. It was that complicated. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I looked at you and like, what the... What is happening? I'm so confused. It got so much worse. It got so much worse. Season three, so much worse. But the the main plot of Sunder, of Marble Hornets was this guy was making this movie, Marble Hornets, voila, and uh, his, I believe, director, Alex, uh, disappears. Nobody can find him. Yeah. And they slowly... What was kind of funny is you actually saw Slender Man the most in, like, the first ten episodes. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of comes and goes. Uh, but it pretty much was, it was a very different view, which is kind of cool, of, like, the regular Slender Man. So I guess we'll discuss, like, the Marble Hornet Slender Man, and then we'll discuss the more creepypasta one. Uh, so in Marble Hornets, he is actually not called Slender Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's actually referred to as the Operator. He's never... It's Slender Man. They just, for some odd reason, refer to him as the operator. Okay. Um, and you find out he's kind of possessed this guy, Alex. And that's the... This, uh, Marvel Hearts is what really started, like, the electronics interfering. Which, of course, makes anything creepier. Like, when electronics, like, slightly short out. Mm-hmm. Just makes it way fucking creepier. Um, but it, it got to the point where, like... Uh, I think it's later been referred to as, like, Slender Sickness, where the idea if you're around Slender Man, you lose track of time, you kind of go a little batty. Yeah. Um, all this stuff. So that that's kind of what the show was about. It was about this guy trying to figure out what was going on, pretty much, with his life. Mm-hmm. And, like, there was one point where, like, he showed up in a hotel with a girl and they actually had been, like, researching Slender Man for six months, and Slender Man, or the operator, had made them forget. And then the guy that Slender Man had, like, taken over was trying to kill him, and then they took over somebody else, and then he was... It got so complicated. <laughs> um, but Always Watching was, uh, I believe it was To The Ark, was the name of the, the, the character. Mm. Is an online character um, who would interact with the guys on Marvel Hornets. And it was kind of, you felt like it was like an inside job mm-hmm. for Slender Man if Slender Man was a mob boss. <laughs> uh, but they created another account called Always Watching. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you want to watch some really fucking trippy shit, I mean, like, Marvel Hornets is a strict, like, POV found footage style. Yeah. 
always watching is like ripped up faces laughing and so kind of like that that uh facebook post i saw of the guy that was like poke holes in ground meat and then do face swap kind of like the ground meat that was terrifying don't look it up uh, or do, and then be terrified and shit your pants. You were definitely very... You made me drop my hair back. <laughs> um, but it, it was kind of like that. It was these really weird, creepy things that were like, uh, life is wrong, reality is a lie. Like, hmm. definitely not stuff you should ever watch, like, at 2 o'clock in the morning, because you are just never going to sleep. Like, you will have an existential crisis. It's not a good idea. <laughs> um... But Always Watching was based on that. And that was okay. actually featured. I like your scrolling is so much better than mine. Uh, Doug Jones actually played Slender Man in this movie that, uh, by the way, has 9% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> to explain how bad, because I was actually kind of interested in watching it because okay. uh marvel words i think clocks at about eight hours like the whole show <laughs> so i was like oh we're doing the slender man episode i should go back and watch marvel oh no <laughs> no i do not have eight hours to do this oh i'll watch the mo- oh nine percent also not gonna watch that okay from memory that's what we're going yeah. with um yeah marvel hornets Having seen just a few episodes of it was just confusing as fuck. It was confusing, but it was creepy. Yeah, it was definitely creepy, especially watching it in Arizona in the house of vast nothingness, and then sleeping on that couch with the window open and going, okay, is he out there? Is he out there? Okay, good, he's not there. I can sleep. Oh, fuck, he might be out there. Like, I probably woke up, like, I don't know, maybe ten times at that night. In fact, hell, I think at that one point I was just, like, knocking on the door. Yeah, uh, I, I can't you, sleep. <laughs> you just came and crawled into bed with me, and I was like, it's fine. Because I remember the first time we watched it, uh, we, we, we like, tapped out at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning or something. It was, it was a ungodly hour. It wasn't ungodly because it was, like, mid-20s, so it's like, yeah, it's 3 o'clock in the morning, whatever. <laughs> now, in my old lady head, I'm like, 3 a.m. Why? Why is anyone alive? Um, what year is it? But I remember distinctly, it was my friend Sean, uh, who, unscared, kitchen chef, badass dude, uh, just walks up to me and he goes, Pam, we can keep the lights on, right? <laughs> and I remember just like, yeah, Sean. He's like, and I'll keep my door open. I'm like, yeah. And I don't know why, but I suddenly became like the man of the house. Mm-hmm. I think it was something to do with the fact that I was like, well, yes, because like, Obviously, if we leave a TV on and we hear it go staticky, I went so, like, supernatural. <laughs> like, ah, I see demon. This is how we combat demon. And I somehow became, like, the house warrior in this <laughs> moment of, like, spooky shit. <laughs> um, yeah, and, you know, it's, kinda, it's interesting how the opinion of Slenderman and people seeing Slenderman has just become so vast on the internet like it's not only has it made marble hornets um and all you know always watching Mm -hmm. it was also it was also referenced in a kid's video game which game minecraft 
That is why I have no idea. I, I've never played Minecraft. Yeah. The, I guess it's called the Enderman. Why? Is yeah. that game for, like, small children? Yeah, pretty much. Like, hell, like, I work at, you know, I work at a school, and all my elementary school kids that I work with are like, oh, we're, we're pretending to play Minecraft on the playground, and blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, no, it's the Enderman. And at the time, I was just like, all right, cool, y'all are playing Minecraft. Oh, no, it's the Enderman. No idea what the Enderman is. And then now I find out it's fucking Slenderman. I'm like, ah, no, don't talk about the Enderman, small child. Don't kill your friends. Don't stab your friends. Uh, so, just random PSA in the middle of this podcast. Um, we have decided we are going to be completely focusing on the Slenderman internet myth, the movies, we are aware some horrible crimes have happened. Uh, we have decided just to not focus on that, not to bring light to people who did this. Yeah. That's not the point of this podcast. If you want to go and look it up, I'm sure there's plenty of other podcasts that are discussing it. That's not what we're kind of here to do. We're here to talk about how it affected the internet, how it affected horror. We're not here to talk about some people who went crazy and used Slender Man's name in vain, I guess. Yeah, that's pretty much what what he did. <laughs> yeah, it was a bunch of them. But so that's a random PSA. Back to the fun Slender Man of small children. Yeah, I was just like, let's not play Minecraft with Enderman or AKA Slender Man. What was it? I was uh so the podcast I sent you that uh creepy. Mm-hmm. They didn't. Shout out to Creepy. You guys are awesome, by the way. Creepy, I love you so much. You make my Mondays tolerable. Um, They did one that was about My Little Pony. Oh, yes. You shared this. Uh, It is is horrible Mm -hmm. and it is traumatic. Mm -hmm. Um, It is about, um, uh, what's the pink one? Pinkie Pie. Thank you. Uh, Being a cannibal and killing other ponies to make her cupcakes. And it's about a very, very, very slow dissection of the rainbow one. Rainbow Dash. Thank you. Um, Sorry, I know this because... Small children. No, small children and one of our mutual friends, Lou, who was completely obsessed with My Little Pony, was like, we should cosplay as them! And made me cosplay as sexy My Little Ponies, which I'm not proud of. We've all done things we're not proud of. Uh, But so after that, I was, I legitimately... Avoided everything My Little Pony. It has become like it is up there with topiary animals now with me. Yeah, it is. It is up there with just. I understand this fear is illogical, and I fucking have it. So, I, I'm already fuck My Little Ponies. I watch, I listen to a creepy pasta. I'm done. Uh, they put Slenderman in My Little Pony. Yes, they. I did. sent you that photo. And you it didn't was, even know what it was. Yeah. Until, like, you told me, and then I looked at it again, and I'm like, holy fucking shit, it's Slenderman and My Little Pony. Who? Who fucking went? You know this show about ponies? And friendship. And unicorns, and there's one character that has a cowboy hat and apples? This is legitimately all My Little Pony knowledge. Oh, no, there's the one evil one. Yeah. Celestia something or other, I don't fucking know. Celestia? Slutty Pony. Uh, it sounds like a stripper pony. Okay, not just my brain for a second. It was like uploading an image, and we're like, no, we're just going to close that tab. We're closing that tab. Close the tab. We don't need to go. But I'm sure it exists. 
rule, uh, I think it's rule 69. Yep. If, if you can think it exists somewhere on the internet. Uh, but who, who the fuck in the goddamn writing room went, you know what this show needs in the background? Fucking Slender because I know they have a, a doctor, the doctor pony. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's French Doctor Who. It's David Tennant. It was very adorable. I was like, oh, cool. And he was in love with the derp pony, which is my spirit animal. That's the only pony that I will ever give love to is derpy hooves, because she's kind of me. (laughs) I'm down with derpy hooves. I have no idea. I'm I'm, I'm going with, um, I'm Slender Pony. I'm going, that's my spirit animal. (laughs) My little pony is Slender Pony. Yeah, it, I mean, she sent me this picture, and I was legitimately terrified. Having never actually watched My Little Pony, I just know of it, because, again, yeah. because of cosplay, because of children. Random video clips. Random video clips. Never actually watched the show. So I think I tried to watch one episode, and I'm just like, what the fuck? It's so terrible. It's so terrible. But there's a, a shot, and it's... I don't know what the fuck's going on with the shot. Ponies. Okay? Ponies. And then in the background, there's a forest, and then it's... Oh, a white pony with no face, the red tie, and a suit. It's fucking Slender Pony. This is a world filled with small children. Is is that why they're all so happy? If they feel despair, will Slender Pony get them? Is this entire world run off of... This is my new theory. Welcome, everybody, to Ella's Theory Hour. It's the reason why everybody in Ponyburg... Ponyville? I don't know. We we'll call it Ponyburg. I like Ponyburg. Ponyburg. Ponyburg is so happy and so into friendship and love is because they all know just on the edge of their little forest exists Slender Man. Slender <laughs> Pony. Slender Pony. Mm-hmm. And if they ever feel an ounce of evil or darkness, Slender Pony will drag them into the dark forest and they will never be seen again. Valid. This. TV show makes so much more sense now. This is why they're all so happy. They live in fear! <laughs> the ponies live in fear! You think it's a show about cute children and life lessons? No. It's like living with the Gestapo above you. You smile and you walk and you <laughs> pick your apples and you dash on rainbows. <laughs> okay, that's all the My Little Pony knowledge I've got. <laughs> Please, Ash, change the subject. Well, you know, I did mention Minecraft. He's also in a video game. There was actually a video game created about Slenderman. Uh, Eight Pages. Yes. The Eight Pages and Slender, the Arrival. Uh, I haven't played Slender, the Arrival. I did play the Eight Pages. Oh, and what did you think of that, Ella? Um, it was creepy. It kind of had a... Did you ever play Five Nights at Freddy's? Mm Mm-hmm. It had that Five Nights at Freddy's thing. We're like, okay, the, the first, jump scares. Yeah, the first few times you play it, it's super terrifying. And because, like, when it came out, I mean, I think the thing was downloaded like two million times in the first month. Well, of course, it, it was a internet like sensation, but it was indie, same way as like Five Nights at Freddy's. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first few times I think I played Eight Pages, it was with a group of friends. It was in the dark. We all jumped and screamed. Um, other than that, I, I did, like, look it up, and, like, I watched a, a playthrough of it, because I'm like, I don't have time. <laughs> playthrough, separate screen, do work. Um, it, it's it's impressive what mm-hmm. they did 
on it being an indie game. It didn't come from a warehouse. It didn't come from a studio. Uh, it, it dealt... It, it went more into the, the Slender Man fucking with electronics. Kind and, of same back to, like, the, the Marble, Marble Hornets. Hornets, yeah. And I feel like eight pages... Uh, like, it, it grew on the myth. Yeah. So, it, the game is whatever. The game is a jump scare game. Uh, but I feel like it did have a really big impact in it because it was all about... Um, it once again, you got no information on Slenderman. Yeah, it was like, uh, don't look behind you. He's coming. You can't hide. Mm-hmm. Which of course are like, I mean, I was alone in the fucking woods and I found a note pinned to a tree saying you can't hide. I I will pee myself. I'm not ashamed to admit that. That would creep me the fuck out. Yeah, same. <laughs> uh, but it, it helped add to the myth, I think, of Slender Man, which is so interesting because, like I said, uh, so we have this and that, and then um, we have, like, the creepypasta side. Yeah, and, like, we're, like he was, like you said, he was started in something called, uh, in something awful. Yeah. Something, something called something awful. <laughs> something called something awful. Um, and he was done as a photo contest, and the creator was actually inspired by H.P. Lovecraft. Uh, I, I've also heard, um, Hush. But the Buffy episode? Oh Hush. my god. He was Oh my god. By that. You're totally fucking right. They totally looked like Slenderman. Yep. Oh god. I mean that that episode still to this day fucking terrifies me. Oh, it's so good. It, it's one of the best. That's episodes. also Doug Jones. Yes, Doug Jones uh, plays the lead uh gentleman. Mm-hmm. Gentleman. That's their names, the gentleman. Yes. Uh but yeah, it was uh men in like the original like men in black style. Mm-hmm. And uh I know Buffy from Hush H.P. Uh, Lovecraft with, like, the tentacles. Yeah, and, like, cause, I mean, how, some, people have, you know, people have said they've always seen him differently. Like, it depends on, you know, like, how you see him. Some people see him with the long black suit and just, like, the, you know, tall, emaciated man with, like, no face. Other people see him with the black tentacles. Sometimes just long hands. Just long hands. So it's, it's definitely in how your psyche sees Slenderman. And I think that was, that was kind of the point, the idea I want to do with, like, Slenderman being the first episode, and I'll uh, roundhouse back to this at a later point, but uh, he's kind of our first, like, internet campfire story. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what the creepypastas are, is these internet campfire stories. They're, like, our, you know, our modern version of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah. Um, and I, I love, like, I am such a big fan of the the vocal, like, when you're dealing with podcasts and just the written word horror, I feel like can be so much more, not not terrifying to, like, a, oh, I'm gonna jump, oh, I feel scared, but I feel like I've more often experienced in podcasts or reading horror stories of having that, like, cold hand on the heart. Mm-hmm. Where you're not, like, scared, but, like, you have, like, your heart's beating a little faster. You don't want to go into a dark room. You're you're actually, like, frightened. Yeah. And that's, it's funny. Like, that's kind of how I feel. Like, I when, Ellie, you had mentioned we're going to start doing creepypastas for season two. Yeah. I was like, well, yeah, like, I, you know, I, I've read a couple, I've read a couple of creepypastas back in my day when creepypasta was, like, the, the biggest, big the big thing because of Slenderman. Um, you know, back when you would 
search the bottom of the internet. It was called 4chan. Oh, God, 4chan. <laughs> um, oh, 4chan. I think... The innocence you've taken from me. <laughs> you know, I was dating a guy who was obsessed with 4chan, and one of the things that we would do, like, I would, you know, sneak out to go see him a couple of nights a week. Cause... Oh, you rebel. <laughs> um... You know, I was a rebellious high school girl. Um, and, you know, one of the things that he, he and I would do is we'd look up these creepy pastas and he would read them. Oh, yeah. And I actually, you know, I found them really interesting. And I was like, ooh, this sounds really cool because I loved, like, Are You Afraid of the Dark? I loved hearing ghost stories. Mm-hmm. And when we decided to do creepy pastas, I was super excited because. I am now looking into creepypastas that I had never actually heard of or knew about. It's such an expansive world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for me, visuals are what really scare me. You know, the next movie that we're going to be watching... Oh, God, please pray for me. I'm going to get my ass beat. ...is Lights Out. And she, again, like I've referenced this a couple of times, she has shown me the short that this movie was based off of and I was fucking terrified for at least two days. You were not. I got, I got quite a few fuck you texts yep. during that time period. Um, so for me, it's more of a visual aspect that scares me. Because then, like, for me, with my overreactive imagination, I see that image and it is now ingrained in my psyche. Mm. And I'm like, oh god, I'm constantly thinking about that image. But when it comes to hearing a story, I can kind of, I can control how I view those images. See, I feel like I'm I'm the opposite in that. I feel like watching a movie as as scary as it is, and I will admit, like I've, I've only watched Lights Out once, but like it scared the piss out of me. For, so you know, at least I'll be scared with you next week. Hmm. True, true. Okay, so take that some small. Give me that. Um, but for me, I think because of how long I've been watching horror, how much I do watch horror films, it, it's a constant inundation to my psyche on scary 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 that uh for me like the things that really scared me growing up were king's books uh the way way back in the day um they were like a step up from goosebumps it's an author called christopher pike uh yeah kind of he did yeah raise bell uh he did a series he had two series one was it was a bunch of like uh, horror babysitter novels. Mm-hmm. They were all about, like, the the hooked man or the crazy ex mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then he had another series that was a little bit more supernatural horror. And I probably got into those a little too young. Okay. Like, I think I started reading them around 11. Okay. And I think they were definitely, like, a little bit older. So for me, watching a scary movie... I think especially for me, because back in the day, when I was a kid, I would watch great movies. I'd watch them a lot in daylight. Mm-hmm. So I could look at something scary, but it was an object. Where when I would read, like you've seen me read, you can stand next to me and be screaming at me and I have no idea. Um, I get so deep into the zone of creating this world and making this thing that it's it's almost like falling into a nightmare. For me, like hearing or reading or listening to it, it's like I am that person that's being hunted by Slender Man. 
Like, it's not, oh, look, there's a girl and there's Slender Man. It's, I'm right here and Slender Man is five feet in front of me. I could see that. And, like, you know, for me, again, like, when I'm reading something, I'm so immersed into it and I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. It's freaky and it's amazing. But when I'm done reading it, it doesn't stick with me. Okay. Whereas when it's a visual... I think it's the sticking with that's different. Yeah. I think words definitely... Words, and I feel like a lot I've kind of learned with audio. Like, especially um, later seasons of the No Sleep podcast. Which is amazing. Go check them out. If you love horror and you haven't heard the No Sleep podcast, uh, you're living under a rock. Uh, But they've done a few stories that I've had nightmares about. Hmm. That, like, I will rehear it. Well, I think maybe audio might be a different... If it's an auditory story, like, if I'm listening listening to it or hearing somebody read it or tell me it, it would probably stick with me. Mm. But if I'm reading it, I'm still in that moment of, like, I am in this moment, it is happening, but I still have control. I wonder if that's why creepypastas have gotten so big. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's a way you can be scared. Because nowadays, like with the internet, we're, we're so controlled. Point, click, delete, add, all that stuff. Um, I wonder if that's why, like, written stories... Because I feel like... I don't, I don't think it's just that we have a bigger venue for it now. I generally think more horror is coming out than, like, ever before. Yeah. And I wonder if it's because writing can be so sterile that we can we can read something scary without it terrifying us mm-hmm. um but on to like a different style of slender man the creepypasta one and like the one that kind of exists more in like how we were talking about like the writings mm-hmm. is completely different than like the marble hornets one or like the slender man movie one it's Completely different lore, completely different, like, modus operandi. Yeah. So, the, the Slender Man of Creepypasta and the Slender Man of that kind of only has one, like, attack. Not not even really. He just takes children. Mm-hmm. And what, what I kind of find cool about that is he doesn't take them to kill them. He doesn't take them for some weird sacrificial reason he just takes them which i think is so much creepier like the unknown part of that like he takes kids blank yeah and hell it was kind of funny you know earlier when we were discussing all of the creepy pastas like you know jeff the killer slender man smile dog you had mentioned that it's that creepy pastas have now come into this weird like tumblr Friends episode. Oh yeah, I was talking about that outside. It's it's so our next episode will be on Smile Dog. Uh, so I started looking up a little bit on like Smile Dog and Slender Man, and there was this weird. We'll get this more into next month, but yeah. like Smile Dog is Jeff the Killer's dog, and Jeff the Killer knows Slender Man, 
And I think he's like nobody's Jack and there's one guy with a nose that I forget what his name is. And then Jeff the Killer had a girlfriend? Not even joking. There's like a female girl that Jeff the Killer wanted to date that he fucked up. But it's like his psycho girlfriend. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Just me, like, I imagine like an episode of Creepypasta Friends. (laughs) But, yeah, like, I totally imagined this, like... Creepy pasta friends TV show. Like think friends, but all these creepy pasta people living in this apartment building. And I imagine them living in like Jerome, Arizona in an asylum. Yeah, I could see that. And like, you know, I imagine Jeff the Killer being uh played by Noel Fielding <laughs> from uh the not Dark Shadows uh Yeah, Dark Shadows. No, it's not Dark Shadows, it's like we Amongst the Shadows or something like that. Oh, uh, the vampire one. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, shadow thing. Yeah, I, the vampire one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he's also in Great British Bake Off and, uh, and stuff like that. But, yeah, like, that's why I imagined playing Jeff the Killer. Or, that's why I imagined playing Jeff the Killer. And I could totally see him, like, sitting on the couch, you know, planning his next kill, I guess. And Slender Man walks into the door. I have more kids. And Jeff just looks at him like, Why? Why? Why do you keep bringing in kids into our apartment? There's just a room full of kids that just, <laughs> they do nothing. They just stand there creepily. Why? I, I imagine them like zombie children kind of slightly swaying. Just saying some sort of weird low like. Uh, <laughs> just very low, but all together, but total zombie children. Yep. And you, know, you just kind of hear this. Like, even if the door's closed, you just hear them humming, and Jeff is, just, at this point, very annoyed by the humming children. I, I think anyone, e- even Jeff the Killer, would be very annoyed by a room full of humming... I would be annoyed by a room full of humming children. <laughs> I think humming children is, like, where I draw my line. Um. But yeah, like, it's, it's just kind of... It's very interesting how creepy pastas have now, like, have created this whole cult if well, you will. Uh, I was looking up stuff about Slenderman, and I ran across this thing called the Philip Experiment. Uh, this group of paranormal occultist people, mm-hmm. I don't know what to call them, uh, started using this Ouija board, and they created a, a ghost. Okay. They, they came up with one called Philip. And they kept asking Philip questions, like repeating it, like, Philip, what do you want? And they actually, supposedly, because, you know, they created a ghost with his own backstory, his own history, his own murder, simply by willing this thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, Buddhist monks have things called tulpas, which are, like, they're beings of light. They're pretty much, like, nice spooky shit. Mm-hmm. Um but it's, it's interesting because if you look at stuff, like, of course, like, Bloody Mary came from, like, Mary, Mary Bathory. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, Candyman. Nobody really knows. <laughs> uh, nobody really knows, like, where Candyman came from. Yeah. And it, it's kind of that idea of, like, um, a man wanted God, thus man created God, thus God created man. Mm-hmm. This idea of, like, if so many people think this thing, it's it's the, like, 
There's a film starring Shaquille O'Neal where he plays a genie. Shazam. He's not Shaquille O'Neal. That's not him. No. Or Luke, I am your father is never a line in Star Wars. Yeah. It's, it's this idea that we have this mass, like, acceptance. If, so, if you hear something so many times and so many times, you begin to treat it as reality. Yeah. So, with, like, Slenderman, it's this kind of weird thing where, via the internet now, so many things can be shared. Mm-hmm. You, you, within, I mean, look at things going viral. Like, I would have never known about this possum that was raised by a dog. (laughs) But look, 250 gajillion views. Now everybody knows this possum was raised by a dog. Does that, like, affect our joint human brain in a, like, positive way? Mm -hmm. Or if everybody on the planet knows about Slenderman... Could you make Slender Man? I think I've just creeped out, Ash. No, you haven't. I'm just like, I was just kind of thinking about it. I was like processing it. Like, you know, processing the Philip experiment that you're mm-hmm. talking about. Like how they kind of created the ghost. Yeah. With how they, you know, how they kind of created the ghost with the Ouija board. And like they created his backstory and he just kind of became this thing. So yeah. it was more or less... I was processing that and the, the whole idea of, like, we created Slenderman. Yeah. So, it's just, I, I wasn't, more, it wasn't that you, like, creeped me out. It was just, like, that's really cool. That's kind of interesting, like. Because, like, the big thing about, like, the modern folktale is, um, the mo- any folktale has three main uh, parts to it. Mm-hmm. The first part of a modern folktale Look at me being a writer and knowing writery things. Um, <laughs> is the collective. So the idea is no folktale is one person. Ash it, did not start this story. The idea is uh, it, it, it's kind of like the hook. Yeah. Every time somebody tells you the hook, it's slightly different. It's maybe a lesser version. It's a more expanded version. Right. It's a game of telephone. Yeah. The second part is the variables. And this, I feel like, is the biggest one with Slender Man. Mm-hmm. The idea is he can't always be the same. In some stories of the hook, he's in a state mental patient. In some, it's her ex-boyfriend. In some, it's just a guy with a hook for a hand. Because they exist, right? <laughs> Why not? Um, but, like, if you look at the Slender Man, I mean, you have... A slender sickness, you have him coming after children, how we discuss tentacles, arms, tall, shadowy, all that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. he constantly changes. And the last one is, like, the performance. And, like, I know when you listen to, like, the original Slender Man, mm-hmm. it's from one person's perspective. Yeah. And if you look at Marble Horn, it's from another person's perspective. And it's E. So Slender Man is kind of like the big, I think... Performance? <laughs> I'm trying to go up the word. I swear I'm smart. Hmm. Um, yeah, I realize when you say I swear I'm smart is like the dumbest thing you can say. <laughs> I swear I'm smart. I went to a school and they taught me about things and I'm a smart human being. Um, 
he, he's kind of the, the pinnacle, I guess, of the internet mythology. Mm-hmm. Like, he is our hook. He's the, the scratching on the window. He's the uh, people lick to. Which mm-hmm. I've heard thousands of different versions of people oh, lick to. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah. With the, the woman puts her hand each night. Yeah. And the dog licks it and sometimes. That one would creep me out. And sometimes it's uh, the dogs in the shower. Sometimes mm-hmm. the dogs downstairs. Sometimes yeah. the dogs just in the bathroom in the bedroom. Yeah, yeah. The- it's it's a serial killer. It's a escaped inmate. It's her ex. The woman lives. The woman dies. It, it's so many different versions mm-hmm. of it. Um, but that that kind of is Slenderman. There's so many different versions of him out there. Yeah. And I think what's what's cool about it is because so much of him is unknown. Cause like if you look at, you know, stuff like Jeff the Killer, uh, Candle Cove, uh, a lot of creepypastas do give backstories. Mm-hmm. At least to a character. But with Slender Man, nothing. Right. There was no backstory, there was no real story about him. It was just an image. Yeah, and that, that's all he really created was... And then people would talk about the image. Like, you know, one person would say, oh, I saw just a shadowy figure with, like, glowing eyes. A tall, shadowy figure with glowing eyes. Mm-hmm. Oh, but when I saw the picture, I saw a um, tall, emaciated man in a business suit. Oh, but when I saw the picture, I saw a man with tentacles coming out of his back. It was just very different. Yeah, and I think that's, that's what's so kind of cool about, like, the ability of having the internet is... Like, you can only type in, like, Slenderman's story, and you will get hundreds mm-hmm. of different stories about this character. And I feel like that goes back into, like, almost creating the Slenderman. Yeah. Because, like, I while I was doing my research, uh, there now are actual, like, Slenderman sightings. Like, you get, like, Bigfoot and, like, Mothman. Yeah. Like, in that style... Because I think, I don't know if it was real. I saw it, I think, on, like, Tumblr. But there was, like, supposedly some ancient tribe had a carving. And it was a white face. And it it did look like a business suit. Like, mm-hmm. it was the V-neck. Mm-hmm. And it was like, see, Slenderman has been around since the dawn of men. Which, pardon me, it's like. Okay, dude, where the hell did you get the business suit that in, like, 600? Right. <laughs> aliens. Mm-hmm. It's always aliens. It's always aliens. My hair is not nearly fluffy enough to do the aliens hand motions, <laughs> but it's, it's what I'm going with. Uh, but, like, people legitimately believe now mm-hmm. that Slenderman has, like, existed since the dawn of time. Like, the same thing with Bigfoot, the same thing with Mothman, vampires, werewolves, sea hags. Mm-hmm. That Slenderman suddenly worked its way into those elite of yeah. always existing. And that's why I think, I, I don't think that would happen if he had a backstory. Right. I feel like if he had a backstory, people would just be like, oh, it's just another little ghost story. Yeah. And people wouldn't really be able to kind of come up with their own stories for him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, you know, like, I, just going back to seeing the picture, 
Yeah. You know? The, the, he, he didn't give any... It wasn't, like, a bloody room. Or, like, he... He found the image somewhere of, like, the guy in the business suit. And then he just put it over to, like, kids in playgrounds. Mm-hmm. There was no explanation. And he, he titled it Slenderman. Didn't he, like, distort it a little bit, too, or something to kind of give it, like... Because if you just... It's a, it's a little grainy. Yeah, like... And he does it in black and white. Yeah. Uh, but I think he wrote, like, the Slenderman archives. Mm-hmm. Or, like, a missing Slenderman report. So, so you get this idea that it's, like, somebody's gone missing, this thing is involved... I guess there are archives on it. Yeah. And like, I, it just kind of left, he left it up to the, to your, to the viewer's imagination. And that, that's, that's the most terrifying thing. Yeah. Like, I, uh, we watched a film recently that it had a very Slender Man-y feel. It was called The Bye Bye Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first half of this film is, is gold. It's so good. It's so fucking terrifying. The last half of it was so, so bad. So, uh, the Batman also played by Doug Jones, because we can't stop just talking about how much we love fucking Doug Jones. <laughs> um, but it's, the film fucking starts off with, like, the 1960s. Okay. And this guy walking into this house with a fucking shotgun. Being like, who did you tell about him? Fucking shoots this girl and then runs after this pair of like teenage girls. He's like, "Who did you tell? Who did?" And you the tell? Bye Bye Man's supposed to be kind of like Slender. I'm not Slender Man, but like this 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 creepy thing. This creepy thing that no one's supposed to talk about. Yeah. So th- so the idea is like, uh, don't say it, don't think it, don't say it, don't think it. As long as you don't think or say it, mm-hmm. it, it can't get to you. But the first half of the film, uh, it has this fucking dog. Mm-hmm. That there's a scene with a little girl where she opens up a, like, little mini closet door, and the other one opens up, and you see its fucking head pop out. Mm-hmm. And I, like, climbed the couch. It was so fucking unnerving. Mm-hmm. And so you get all this stuff. There's, like, a coin. He, like, if you turn on a light, he goes away. He kind of comes out of the shadows. Like, he's got a robe in his room. And he keeps coming out of the robe. You'll see him behind people. He's in the background. So terrifying. Mm. It is so goddamn terrifying. And then the second part of it happens and they explain him. Mm-hmm. And suddenly he's like, you actually see his face. Which was Doug Jones. So I was still like, woo! Doug Jones, I actually get to see your human face. This is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. You aren't under 20 pounds of prosthetics. But seeing him and, like, the idea is he has this, like, hound dog, like a hellhound thing. And it's really creepy when you just kind of hear it, like, mm-hmm. or, that's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Hearing claws, like, scratching outside your window and growling. That's terrifying. Yeah, I would be terrified. It, especially if you don't see anything. Mm-hmm. And then you go outside and there's deep claws in the brick. Yeah. That's so freaky. And then they, they, they fucking spun the last half of the film and put a bow on it. And it was, it was not good. Not good. It was not good. It was not good. But 
that's what kind of is terrifying. So we know what he looks like. We kind of know what he wants. But the why and the how are not there. Yeah. And I feel like that's why people get so into, like, serial killer documentaries. Is why did Charles Manson do this? Why did Ted Bundy do this? Like, they, they want to, like, make these characters human. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you're a serial killer, but, like, you also like toast, right? Because <laughs> if they like toast, then they're human. They're not as scary. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like the the why and the, like, you know, the why it scared me was mm-hmm. just, was kind of like, you know, what if I did kind of look out my window and see Slenderman? Even though I'm not a small child, I mean, like, something could still happen. He came you know? out after Adults in Marvel Hornets. Why not? Because we, we don't know yeah. really what his method is. Yeah, exactly. We don't know, you know, if his MO is small children, if his MO is adults. Like, no one really knows what, you know... He wants. What he wants. They just know that, there, you know, there's accounts of people seeing him and going insane. Mm-hmm. There's accounts of people seeing him and just kind of... Kind of forgetting, you know, forgetting where they are, forgetting all concepts of time and just slowly going insane. And kind of like your reference to the Bye Bye Man, they there's really no way for them to tell anybody. Yeah. Hey, I'm going insane because I saw Thunderman. As, <laughs> as all sane people say. Right. <laughs> hey, by the way, I'm going insane because I saw Slenderman. Just, just FYI. I, I think Slenderman definitely has that. And I think it's cool because, like, he he's been in shots of him in a forest, and there's also shots of him like in cities. Mm-hmm. So it definitely gives you that, like, when you really start getting into Slenderman, you start getting into that mythos. I definitely was like, because we've got, like a really dark, very creepily lit back alley in my apartment that mm-hmm. two of our windows look out onto. And there was just a random person walking by. <laughs> but when I was doing all my Slenderman, I saw the shadow as I think I was going to grab a drink. Mm-hmm. And I'll admit, like, I had that, like, momentary, like, jump. Yeah. Because, okay, what if me researching Slenderman somehow called Slenderman to me? Yeah, like, in that kind of think, or that kind of thinking process, I was going to say, in that kind of think, <laughs> in that kind of thinking process, you've now kind of, you've immersed yourself into the creepy pasta. Yeah. And you're thinking to yourself, oh god, what if I actually made Slender Man come true? Yeah, or if, what if, like, uh, Like, how... what if us talking about him is making him come alive? Or come after us. Come after us, yeah. Like, what if it's one of those things where they always talk about, like, with ghosts? Uh, you open the link using the Ouija board, and then you say goodbye. Right. What if thinking about Slenderman opens up that that portal, but there's no goodbye? Right, like, you just, you can't say goodbye. You've opened up the portal, and there's no way to close it now. Yeah, and, and maybe Slenderman shows up today. Maybe he shows, shows up in two months, or when I'm 80. But have I just opened up something for him to notice me? Oh, fuck. 
Oh, fuck. Ash Nightmare Fuel. No. What if he shows up at my wedding? Oh, fuck. I mean, there's like a nice creepy looking tree that I'm getting married under. Oh, God, don't, 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 don't say that because now I totally want to make a little Slenderman like stuffy and put him in your like wedding. You can Photoshop Slenderman into one of my wedding photos. How I will, about that? I will totally Photoshop Slenderman into one of your wedding photos. Like, we can do a picture of all of us, like, looking all cute in front of the window, Slenderman. and then Slenderman. Or, like, me and, you know, me and Chris doing the romantic fairy tale dip in Slenderman. <laughs> I'm doing this. You've given me permission to Photoshop Slenderman into your wedding photos. I'm doing this. Y- you have permission to do it. Slenderman wedding! <laughs> um... And we'll share it on the Instagram and it will be glorious. It, it will be glorious. The the, the slendering wedding. Um, but I, I also think uh, his, his form, because like we've been talking like all this stuff, but the way he looks is unsettling to me. Yeah. It's like, I mean, a, it's just that tall, emaciatedness and, the, and the, the, the ghostly, like, no face. It's, I think the no face is the thing that creeps me out the most. Yeah. Of course, like, um, like, of course, like, when you people put it, like, with Sentai suits. hmm But you still get, like, the nose? Like, yeah, nose Sentai suit, so you can out? still see the nose. But his is just, it's, it's flat? Yeah, it's a flat void of nothing. I think that that's, like, one of the things about it. Like, the tentacles, the arms, I've, I've, I've read enough of H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah. But there was a episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? I don't remember what it what it was. I think it was aliens or something. But the girl's mouth got like sealed. Like it was just Oh flesh. yeah. It was like the adopted girl and the mm-hmm. aliens were trying to take her back and then they had a week or something. Yeah. Uh but her mouth just like sealed up and it was smooth. Mm-hmm. And I think there was something about that when I was a kid that was so freaky to me. Yeah. The idea of just like because, of course, it was the 90s. They didn't have a very good budget. So it was, like, shiny. Because, of course, it was, mm-hmm. like, spear gum and stuff like that. Um, but it it was so weird looking. It's like whenever you see these Slender Man things, it, it looks almost like a, the, the artist dolls. The mm-hmm. ones you can bend. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's like that. Yeah. Like, it's trying to be a person. Mm-hmm. And that it's and that's where I think the insanity might come. You know, that's like think about it, like that's where I think the insanity comes from Ooh. is you're staring into this literally void of nothingness, Ooh. and you're trying to figure you're just you're getting like almost sucked in. It's that idea of like uh, all, all the stuff you always see on like uh, Facebook, and they used to be like the puzzles where if you stare at it long enough, you'll see something. Yeah. So we are programmed, when we look at a face, we look at eyes, nose, mouth. Mm-hmm. We're just genetic programming. Yeah. What do you do if you look at a face that, that is a human skull, facial structure, on a like human-ish body, and there's nothing. nothing? Yeah. That would drive me fucking insane. Yeah. I would definitely be like, I don't know anymore, guys. Put, put on, give me my tinfoil hat. I'm out. I'm done. Also, sorry, when you were talking about, like, the, the puzzles with the face. 
You're like, thanks. thanks. Like, I'm staring into the void of nothingness. <laughs> thanks, Pam. Great. It's going to drive me insane. I'm going to stare at it now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, that definitely, like, so if you were stuck there in, in this slender man has drawn, kidnapped, seduced, whatever. Slender man has you. Yeah. And you're just stuck. Staring at what should be a human face. What should have human color. Mm -hmm. We all have, we all pigment, freckles, red spots, whatever. And it's just white. Yeah. Smooth. Yeah. Without features. That is terrible. Mm-hmm. That is nightmare fuel. Yeah. So, uh... See, I actually didn't think about it like that, and now I'm a little creeped out about Slenderman. Like, getting into the psychology about that, I'm now like, oh, fuck, I think I've scared myself with Slenderman. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't... I feel like, uh, you know, I should give some advice to our listeners. Oh, oh what, what's your lovely advice? Don't look out the window. Okay. Don't. I know. I know you feel your neck turning. I know you feel your eyes straining, but don't. <laughs> uh, so I think we're going to do the uh, same way we do the movies. We do a one to five. Well, we're going to rate this on creepy. Yeah. So, Ella, I'm going to have you do it first, because usually, usually I do the ratings first for movies, but creepy pastas are kind of your thing. I'm only so... a little bit obsessed with creepy pastas. <laughs> so what would you, how creepy... Would you rate Slender Man on a 1 to 5 creepy? Um, I'm, I'm going to give him, like, I know, like, in your first episode, you were like, I'm going to give it 4.5 because I can't give it a 5 because I can't do this. So I'm going to do the same bullshit. I'm going to give Slender Man a 4.5. Okay. I can't give him a 5 in the first one. Uh, there, there's so much about him that, like, oh, I'm having a day where I'm a little bit more, like, I don't want to be around people. Being around people is a little weird today. We all, we all get in those moods mm-hmm. where different things annoy us, different things. Okay, what if being in a crowd is when Slender Man gets you? Okay, I want to be by myself tonight. Okay, what if being alone is when Slender Man gets you? Okay, I'm going to research Slender Man. That's when he gets you. What if when you're scared, oh, I watch a horror film, that's when he gets you? Like, there is no salt, iron, Nothing that can defeat Slenderman. Yeah. He is undefeatable. There's nothing I can do to stop him. There's nothing I can give to him. I don't know, unless I find, like, a small child and, like, chuck it at him. I I have... I, I know a place where you can get small children. Okay. So if I ever randomly run into your school, grab a kid, and run out, it's Slenderman. Oh, I have a child that I will gladly give you to give to Slenderman. It would, I think it might drive Slenderman insane, actually. Maybe that's how we defeat him. <laughs> Annoying children. Uh, but I, there is just so much out there. There's so much good artwork, especially if you look on, like, Tumblr and Pinterest. That is just, it's genuinely unsettling. Uh-huh. And I think, for me, the, the unknown is really, really what gets me about him. Is I just, I, I, I don't, like... Not like when I was a kid, I was scared of spiders. Because snakes, you don't move. Mountain lions and bears, you make loud noises. Spiders, 
just fucked mm-hmm. with a vampire I get some silver and garlic with werewolf silver bullets with slender man I don't know yeah throw a child <laughs> so that's 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 a what about it that, that creeps me out what about you Ash um I think I will probably give it a 4.5 as well <gasps> starting strong with the creep mm-hmm um Solely just because almost like the imagery, really. I mean, just kind of thinking about he could be outside. He... You said that, and I literally just got like a small chill down my spine. <laughs> I was like, I'm not fucking turning around. I know how this shit goes. Um, you know, like he could be anywhere. He could be, like you said, he could be in a crowd. He could be when you're by yourself. It, I definitely, it's the imagery and the unknowing mm-hmm. which which freaks me out we we, we us, us winchester sisters we like a plan yeah you if know? we can kill it with salt iron or silver we're happy i don't i don't want to do it i don't know how to do it um so this has been our first creepypasta episode we'll be back next week with a movie mm-hmm. uh Pray for me that I don't end up with a concussion or broken ribs. Because <laughs> uh, we'll be doing lights out next episode. Crack. Crack. She's still pissed off at me for the fucking short. <laughs> I don't know why. I just hate myself. I'm like, let's watch the movie. It'll be great. It's okay. I'll, I mean, I'm sitting here on the couch. I've got Daisy next to me and Hobart's visiting. So I'll have two doggos. And me and Josh. And you and Josh, so I think we'll be okay. I'm, I'm, I'm still going to, like, gear up. Uh, the episode <laughs> after that, we'll actually be doing our Monster Monthly. Mm-hmm. That's right. Besides getting a creepy pasta every month, we'll be going over a certain monster. And uh, what monster we'll be doing this month? Brains. Sorry, there are none on this podcast. <laughs> no. <laughs> So I think the uh, monster of the month would be kind of screwed, wouldn't it? Yeah. I think those zombies will be pretty screwed. You can't come after the sirens. We ain't, we ain't got none. <laughs> uh, I realize I just said, we, we ain't got, got none. none. <laughs> well, I will admit we are recording this podcast late at night tonight, so uh, <laughs> give me some slack. <laughs> Please. I swear... On lights out, I'll be eloquent and shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm going to honor our first Monster Monthly to our, our fallen siren, Mina, who if I think if we had ever asked her to do an entire episode on zombies, would have locked herself in the closet. Yep. She was terrified of zombies. <laughs> so uh, we're just going to have Mina never listen to that episode. Yep. Ever. Mina, you are not allowed to listen to that episode. We love you, so please don't listen to that episode. Yeah, giant, no Mina warning on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that's kind of our new plan for season two. Thank you guys for sticking around with us. And if you're new to the podcast, you can always like, follow, subscribe, tweet, comment, all that jazz. Uh, we are on Facebook, Instagram, uh occasionally on Twitter when I'm not, like, scared of politics. 
It's, it's a dark and evil place. Uh, but you can also always email us at sirensofhorror at gmail.com and we'll get back to you. Also, coming up, I believe next week, will be the unveiling of our Patreon. Woo! So, uh, we will have more information about that next week. Uh, but stay tuned, keep following, and as always, good, bad, we're the girls with the mic. And have a great night, and also, don't look behind you. Bye.